You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Last episode, we, last episode we did. We, uh, uh, I think we talked for about, about, about Joker for probably five or ten minutes before I remember to start the episode. Yeah, and I got done. I'm like, eh, I'm not editing that in. Screw it. <laughs> I think at this point, after like two years, our fans know what to expect from us. We're sloppy assholes. It's okay. <laughs> my asshole's always sloppy. That's so nasty. Seventeen wipes later. What the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> What happened? What happened down there? Nancy, Nancy. It's like a car accident. But God. <laughs> Welcome to Don't Feed After Midnight. I'm Steve. And I am Mike. And we're going to talk some Star Warsian love tonight. Actually, with the new movie coming out, we thought it'd be a good idea to kind of go over, uh, well, some of the backstory. I mean, most people, obviously, if you're going to see this movie, you've, you've freaking seen Star Wars. Or yeah, you I, should have. Yeah, I would hope so. If you're going into it just raw, then you deserve everything. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, you're going to start the movie off and, like, who's that? What's that? What's dude, that like... Who's the little droid guy? Dude, it's going to be, like... If you if you went into this one without going to see at least one of any of the previous <laughs> and, like, a major... Death happens, like <laughs> you would have no mo- emotion. You'd be oh, like, God. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Like, I don't know that person. Yeah. It's like maybe uh, if you watched a movie, <laughs> but at this point in 2019, if you haven't seen any of Star Wars, what the fuck are you doing? Somebody told me, Oh, God, what did they do? They watched, uh, I mean, what did they watch? It was, it was a Star Wars film. They watched. Um, Return of the Jedi before they watched any of their films and I was like well that ruins the rest of it because like, Return of the Jedi is like the cream of the crop it's like, <laughs> it's like eating the inside of a sandwich and then coming back the next day and just like huh the bread like alright you ate all the good out of it well <laughs> I guess I'll just munch on oh this dry God. bread because <laughs> we were talking about that I mean like for for us you start with like like when you're talking about like Star Wars like the beginning for me at least it starts in 77. It doesn't start in the 90s. You know? Yeah. I mean, the prequels, 
they, they get a lot of shade thrown at them. Some some justifiably. There's good you know, things and bad but things. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, for sure. You know, but you know, when I look at it, I look at a New Hope, and it goes from there. And the prequels are nice to look back. But you know, like if you try to watch the prequels, if you try to watch them in order, and then start with a New Hope, and, and like you just like you see oh, the difference of oh. the times and how the the writing was taken care of. The hair, and, and I seen someone uh, put it pretty clearly, like. You know, four through six, Lucas was obviously not the only guy working on the writing or the directing. He had his vision, and he set that vision pretty early. But his early vision of the story, Luke wasn't a Skywalker. He was a star killer, which sounds much more brutal, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Have you ever read the comic they did? They they released that comic based on his original script. Is it crazy? The Death Stars, the Death Stars, plural, are their fighter craft. They look like a weird mix of uh, X-Wings and uh, A-Wings. And they're called the Death... No, I'm sorry. They do look like... They look like Star Destroyers, but they're smaller. They're like one-man fighters. What the fuck? Darth Vader is a standalone character. He's not Anakin Skywalker. Right. And he's got, like, reddish eyes. It's, it's what really, the hell, it's man? Weird. It sucks. It, it, I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's horrifying. It's like, it's, it's like they took a memory from our youth and just... Like the worst it. memory. Oh, the worst memory, yeah. Like the time <laughs> they the made camp, it terrible. Like the time the camp, camp counselor did the pinky thing in your butthole, you're just like, no, oh, no. not that memory, not that memory, the vomit, you know, just ruins oh, no. it. But, they, but, but he does it while you're watching your favorite TV show, so never, you know, every time after that you associate that TV show with the counselor, you're like, no, I can't watch it. <laughs> but I just went to I, a really dark place. I see uh, someone put it pretty plain, though, like, Four through six, you know, you got Lucas. He had the base idea of what four was going to be. Yeah. Wasn't sure if it was going to take off. So he didn't write too much beyond that at first. Then he gets the word that it was the number one movie. Then the next week comes, and it's the number one movie. And the next week comes. Mm -hmm. And kids are just lining up every day. Then they announce the toys, and it's like they pre-sale, like, millions before they even exist. The toys don't even exist yet. Oh, yeah. You know? And then they come out, like, four months after they had already sold and people are like, well, make more because this isn't good enough. Yep. And then... Hey, give me those bed sheets. I'll cut your ass. And now Fox <laughs> is like, all right, well, now you got to make another movie, obviously. And he's oh, like, yeah. I'm already on it. Yep. So he does it. And the whole time he's going through these movies, he's got someone in his corner that's also a writer. Because he was working with... Uh, who was he working with? Spielberg? All the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he had other friends that were writers. And they were all there to be like... Dude, what you're saying makes no fucking sense. The first movie you did fine or whatever, we had a couple of things we consulted you on, but, like, you know, what you're saying with the second one, it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. This, you should do that, but do that this way and this that way, and then it'll all make sense with the with the, the one before it. And then you could do one after it and continue on that. And then he would do that, and it would work really well, which is why Empire Strikes, Empire Strikes Back was received so... It was mixed... At the time, but cult classic turned into oh, the yeah. to to what a lot of people say is the best Star Wars. It's my favorite. You know, I love and then movie. Return of the Jedi, he did the same thing, and he's the one that fought for more childish things in that movie. Mm-hmm. He was like he fought for the Ewoks, he fought for this and that because to him, he, I mean, always been a, a kids thing. Star Wars, you know, it's always been for the the twelve year olds through six year olds and. You know, it, it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't originally meant for the forty and fifty year old yeah, people. Like it is now. Yeah. Like nowadays, it's like, well, <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty sure like the six year olds back in in seventy seven were like, 
not too sure what to think when they saw Owen and Baru like <laughs> as charred skeletons. <laughs> Those were great action figures. That's the most gory Star Wars they, has ever they been. Were the best action <laughs> is, figures in the world. They were like all melty and they could stick to things. <laughs> but <laughs> action Baru he's later on fire watching Mouse the army guys I say all that to say like once you get around to the prequels like 20 years later almost um, I think it was like 19 years later mm-hmm. um, you you got this moment in George's life where he's fresh out of a divorce oh, yeah. he doesn't have his wife in his corner to, to give him any ideas she was giving him ideas for the original trilogy that people weren't really aware of but she was helping with that consulting process. But this was his first time getting to make a new trilogy without, like, anybody to help him or, or tell him no. And he did the whole thing exactly how he wanted. So you get this goofy shit. You get this Shakespeare romantic in the second movie. You get this, like, there was just a lot of things that weren't present in 4 through 6. Until the third movie. The third movie of the prequels is, like, the one that, like, yeah. it captures the four through six and captures one and two. I mean, it started like, off amazing. If the, the battle uh, over Coruscant, I think that's the coolest thing, period, is just fighting over Coruscant. No one fights over Coruscant. That's the center of the galaxy. Like, that's, like, <laughs> that's, like, when the... Uh, when like the aliens show up to town and they start fighting in in New York and it's like damn why'd they choose New York because no one chooses New York first <laughs> like they choose they choose crazy cities but like only in the movies do they choose New York yep. oh, yeah. but in Star Wars they never chose the New York yep. so then you get to episode 3 and they chose New York it was like that's the shit yep. and they crash land and take out a, a, a air traffic tower and kill like 30 people oh, and, yeah. Did you see this? You notice that like there was already like fire fire truck ships and they were yeah they were spraying water and shit. Another ship fell. Hey, thirty thousand people died. The dark ah, Wednesdays, times. right? Wednesdays. Oh, by the way, that I noticed. You know, like off topic. I'll probably cut this out. Uh, if you put your phone near the mic, more noise. It makes that staticky noise that we're always picking up on our portable. It's our phones that's been doing it. Wow. Okay. We Good to know. We dumb. We need to stop looking stuff up on the spot. <laughs> oh man, it's weird. Yeah, we're in studio today, so it makes a big difference. The portable mic has been obviously having some uh, buzzing issues. And at first, I thought it was the mic. It's us. Yeah, it's us. But, Psych. Yeah, freaking that that movie. Like, I watch, I go back and I watch episode like, like one, and I'm like, eh. you know, like, and it's it, the thing is, it's not necessarily. I mean, part part of it's the actors. As, as beautiful as Natalie Portman is, unfortunately. As good as Liam Neeson is. Oh, yeah. He can't carry the fucking film. He can't carry the whole movie. Maul is fantastic. Oh, man. Every great. scene with Maul is the best part yeah. of that movie. 100%. Uh, the pod racing scene, I really love. I think that was a great move on whoever oh, was yeah. in charge of that. Uh, the fact that the stadium was like, you know, an uh, actual model that was built with fucking... Uh, Q-tips that were painted, like <laughs> millions of Q-tips were painted, so, and they just like shifted them, like to make it look like a crowd was jumping. Like they didn't do that CG. A lot of people thought it was, uh, it was practical. But uh, no, I just thought the whole racing thing in Star Wars was like perfect because there was already so many scenes in the original trilogy that were, where it was like, damn, you guys are going fast through space. This is cool, but you're not really. There's no objective outside. Escape the bad guys. Yeah. Now exactly. it was like I'm escaping slavery. <laughs> it was like God, that's <laughs> hardcore, Anakin. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> and they, you know, that's the thing they didn't touch on certain subjects. Like they started, 
they started little storylines, you know, they introduced little characters and just went nowhere. Yeah. And uh, it was kind yeah. of weird. But the acting, you know, and this is a thing, like, I don't dislike Natalie Portman. I don't dislike Hayden Christensen as actors. I think, realistically, the dialogue they were given... Yeah, the writing. ...was pretty bad at points. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's the way people may have been thinking... But you don't say exactly what you think. No, and especially when you're writing a movie. Precisely, and it's just like I have a feeling somebody on set was like, "You gotta, you gotta make sure you say it this way." It's like I wrote. It's like I hate saying. It's, like it's you have, you have roar. It. It's so it. so coarse and rough. You have to say it. You have to say it. He's like, "Fuck, dude, who well, wrote George, this?" I, <laughs> I don't think he would say it like this, George. What about this? No, you have to say. No, it you have way. to say it like that. Say it like I put it. I That's my vision. Remember, I'm George Lucas. And then, well, <laughs> I'm Batman. Well, this is the thing too. I mean, the prequels. I think uh, there was nobody there really to tell him no. And that's something I, that's, did, yeah. I read and I heard yeah. about a lot, actually, was that people, no one was there to say no. Mm-hmm. George, don't do that. And as brilliant, and as, as much as I love the guy, I think everybody needs somebody there um, to look at them when they're doing something dumb and say, dude, you need to rethink that. It's not really good. Because... You know, like actors, writers, directors, whatever. They're all people just like us. They do stupid shit. Mm-hmm. We're all by when we're by ourselves, we do really dumb shit. Yeah. You know. Sometimes it hurts. sometimes people find out and they're like, How did you hurt your foot? You shot yourself in the foot with a nail gun? Why did you do Why you, would you, you were do pretending that? to be a cowboy? Oh, okay, you're Genius. an asshole. <laughs> well, you know, like you know, but without anybody there to go put the fucking thing down, you're stupid. Right. You shoot yourself in the foot. Um I heard that that was a legit issue with those those uh, mm-hmm. prequels is that he just he had nobody to tell him no but if you look past the dialogue if you look past the dialogue it's, they're pretty decent they're movies decent. Yeah, they're not terrible I, no. I watch them I think they're great you know it's just once I you, think Attack of the Clones gets the most shit and I I disagree I, that. That I disagree fine. with people that say it's the worst of all of the Star Wars movies I think Phantom Menace takes the cake um, I think the Vader scenes at the end were, were they felt forced which ones where he's standing up like, like Frankenstein and it's like, and which one? Uh, which one called uh, three? Sorry. Uh, oh no! Yeah, I thought that it was. was uh, it was forced, and it was obvious. I thought it was forced, but I like what they've done in recent times to explain the whole scene in general. Yeah. Oh yeah. And explaining that Palpatine actually fucked around with the Force and killed Padme. Oh yeah. That's the reason she died, even though the robots that were literally her nurses were like. She yeah. should be alive. Like yeah. her body just dropped. She's like giving it, up on life. Like, it's like she gave up on life. Yeah. And they, yeah, like they explain it like it's her doing it. But why would she want to die? She has like she has two kids coming into her life. Yeah. She knows now that she has two kids coming into her life. She has she has shown them. Like why would she give up at this point? Maybe it was Palpatine just you know the, putting that force, uh, the, like forcing her mind to just give up. Just on yeah, her, just dropping her and. And I think that's really cool, but they don't show that in the movies, of course. And it's like, it's one of the things where, like, you know, you almost wish Peter Jackson were in charge of, like, <laughs> you got a four and a half hour Star Wars oh, movie. Yeah. But uh, some of those stories, you need, you need more time. You do. You do. But, like, episode two, I think it gets a lot of shit over episode one. And I, I'm just not here for it. When you have scenes where, you know, Obi Wan and Qui Gon go swimming for a half hour. And then end up in some kind of Atlantis bubble dome, and talk to a, a Jabba 
with a fucking cone head, <laughs> and uh, and he's like, that's so like bad. that's so pretty bad. garbage. Like that's how he speaks. He's the leader of this. Like he's he knows like he's five words. He's like he's he's, he's kind of an idiot. He ate a lot of paste when he's in Gungan school. And like you mean to tell me that Jar Jar was like close enough with this dude to know exactly where his spot was? Like yeah, it's a little weird. yeah. He, he he seems like the jester of the court. Like he's not anything that anybody would see as special. Yeah, right. Unless you were thinking like helmet special. Yeah, right. Like, like, oh, bless his heart. Let's let him be king for a while. But they fucking, they they just destroyed him as a character uh, after everything with like, a I think it was a comic or a book, but uh, someone came back to Naboo and uh, when they were there they seen Jar Jar like next to a fountain looking homeless and depressed. That's right. He and, was like a juggler and only the kids would talk to him everybody else. And when him. they did, they asked him like who he was or whatever. He was like, Misa Jar Jar Binks. And it's like, like, oh, you're that asshole. You're the one that literally told the rest of the Senate, give Palpatine power. Yep. You were the one yep. that caused all of this heartache for fucking generations. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> billions and billions of people died. <laughs> like that's you. your fault, Jar Jar. Freaking idiot. Like the people that hated you in Episode One were justified in every way because you caused genocide. Like <laughs> I, like, I like that Adult Swim thing with the uh, the toys where Jar Jar came back as a Force Ghost and then high like hot Vader. Vader is like he's like, he's like Jar Jar. He's like bumps into you. He's like, oh Eddie, oh I look at this like he lifts under his mask. He's like, oh Eddie, oh your face, oh who did that? Who did that to you? Oh it's horrible. It's horrible. He's like, no, you must never speak to me again. <laughs> Leave me alone. He's like, Annie, Annie, Annie. So he sh- Vader shoves him out in the airlock and kills him. He comes back as a force ghost. He's like, Annie, Annie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I could be together forever. And Vader's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrifying. But yeah, George, you're like, I, I mean, you know, I, I see the comedy. I see the comic relief. I see when you're a kid, were, yeah. I get it. I was that kid that watched the movies and wasn't bothered by Jar Jar because I was a kid. I didn't care for the critical side of things. But watching it again 20 years later, it does not hold up. No. It's uh, it's pretty bad. And it's it's annoying because it takes away from the storyline. You know, there's so much more, like we said, the movies could have been longer. Yeah. You know, but you you go, because the thing is, is like you go from those movies with that type of comedy relief to... A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, there's not much comedy relief in uh, New Hope at it, all. And what it is is almost Monty Python-esque with uh, 3PO and R2 where he's like... That's the funny part of the yeah, movie. where he's just kind of vaguely insulting, you know, or Han being snarky. It's kind of funny shit. Like, you what know? do you mean spare parts? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. you, know, you, you don't know what R2 said, but you know it was some funny shit. It's all cursing. It's a, he's got a horrible <laughs> mouth. Horrible mouth in that drink. He's just constantly censored. That's oh, why yeah. it's like, wee Yeah, it's constantly. It's all he does is curse constantly. He's got a horrible mouth. Um, but yeah, then, and then you get the new movies. You know, you're looking at like, God, we got uh, The Force Awakens, like, was epic in how they did shit. But it's also a different way of, like, telling stories. These new movies, mm-hmm. you know, like, it starts out with gentle music, really good visuals. It's, you know, kind of calm at first, but you see these epic scenes in the background, just like Lord of the Rings almost. The visuals are insane and in Force Awakens. And they pull, they, they use it, they pull on those. They, it kind of pulls you in and focuses on Ray, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's almost it's almost like, I don't know, it's, if, I don't know, just if as a movie-going audience, we've become a little more sophisticated 
You know what I mean? I'd as far so. as like what we like and what we expect. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like the people that made the movie are were fans, obviously. Right. So they, they treated it with respect. Um and it was it was very well done. There were some burps here and there, but I thought it was really well done. And then two came in. I thought see, I thought Force Awakens was really good when I saw it. Mm-hmm. And upon second, third, fourth watch, 20th. I I, I, I noticed. <laughs> Let's be honest, twenty or thirtieth watch. <laughs> yeah, give or take by now for yeah. sure. But like within them first few watches, I started to notice really quick that it was just new hope for a new generation. Yeah, it was. They retold that whole story. Like, the only real difference was the Jedi of this story is the girl, yeah. and uh, there is there isn't really an Obi Wan figure yet. It was Han who was just like. I'm gonna guide you for about five seconds. Yep, and you're and, your own kid, and you're on your own, and that was fine. That was he played his role for the movie. That's whatever. Um, but it's, you know, it's almost plot point for plot point. A new hope. There's only a couple differences. Like instead of the cantina, you have Maz's castle. Instead of, um, you know, I got a bad feeling about this. Here's a freaking giant planet in front of us. You got another planet in front of mm-hmm. us. And uh, they say they're, they're at some point it's they, another Death Star. They, like, oh. yeah, they uh, they say it when they're planning it. They're like, this was the the first Death Star, and this was the second Death Star. Look at this. This is the the Star Killer base, and it's like fucking ten times the second Death Star, which was already like ten times the first Death Star. It's like, oh, that's what your dad's dick looks like. Look at my dick. Like <laughs> for real, like <laughs> ten inch wide. Terrifying. <laughs> Just blam. Why would you have that? Does, it, does your back hurt walking around with that? Do you get your your pants custom made? Right, <laughs> it's horrifying. But it was and it was unnecessary in a weird way. It's like it's almost like they did it just to say we were we're bigger and badder than what became. But before. I love it at the same time yeah, because exactly. yeah. they recently, like I was talking to you about, uh, before we started this podcast, um, with the new game uh, Jedi Fallen Order, they confirmed that it's. Ilum. It's a Jedi kyber crystal hunting, like mandatory for Jedi training planet. They uh, they they go through the caves of the planet. They um, they see visions with the Force, and it ultimately guides them to their kyber crystal, or it doesn't, and they fail and die as as six year olds, which is awesome. That's <laughs> 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 a Great job. Lucas. Another example of that one comic or that one guy in a comic a. Uh, YouTuber came out and he was like, the Emperor was actually right. (laughs) He goes into this long list of reasons why Sidious was actually right about the Jedi being Well, because he was. Even in Rebels, uh, I just finished watching Rebels last weekend, and uh, there's this major point in in Kanan's story, who's like the lead Jedi, and uh, he points out like, you know, for all the talks of being the peace warriors and you know the guys that were for justice, and you know we were the we were supposed to be like the ask questions first, shoot later kind of guys. We sure did dive headfirst into the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. like with no regard. It was like instantly we didn't care how many lives were lost. Yep. We didn't care about any of that stuff, you know. And it's it's the truth. I mean, yeah, the Jedi sense. were so on top of the world at one point. And it's like you know you're you're saying you're fighting the Sith's oppression, but in that you are an oppressor. Oh yeah, okay. you're oppressing you're the taking Sith. Kids from their parents as at, when they're like four years old and two years old and shit like that and raising. Like them. that's the ironic thing. Yeah. It's like you know you're you're saying that all they want to do is oppress, but you're oppressing them, which is 
literally the sole cause of the galaxy biting you in your ass. Oh, yeah. Like, the yeah. universe is like, it's all right, you guys have had your time. A thousand years, all right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Now you guys get to sh- get shit on, and it's... And it happens quick, and now it's like, you know, there's only two or three trained Force users in the entire galaxy in the current point of the story. So it's like, you know, everybody else is just a a wanderer. That's really weird. That was weird. All right, to be continued. (laughs) Um, I wonder if it was the fan on this or something. The sound just got really strange, ladies and gentlemen. That was really weird. Um, But... You know, now we're at this current point in the story, and it's like you got Ray, who's a Force user. You got uh, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, as a Force user. And you got Palpatine as a Force user. And no one else is confirmed to be a trained Force user. Everybody else is just, you know, who they are. They play their role in the galaxy, and that's it. There was that kid at the end of Last Jedi that was, like, to show, like, all right, just because these three main characters are doing crazy shit doesn't mean they're the only people in the jet and the in the galaxy him left. Too, didn't they? they uh, gave kid a name. I think they did. Um, I don't think it was like a crazy important thing to anything we've yeah. seen. No. But I'm pretty sure he ended up with a name so that they can come back to him later if they want to. Yeah, which should be fine. Um, which is cool. Um, but yeah, three people in the galaxy know how to use the force properly and. Even then, one of them is in training still. The other one's the leader of, like, the biggest army in the galaxy. The other was supposed to be dead for the past 35 years. Like, huge gaps of of power there. Like, if Palpatine is still alive, I got to wonder, did he use the Force in any way to preserve his body? Or did he kind of run a, a clone operation on himself prior? And if that's the case... Is the Palpatine that goes down the shaft in Episode Six even Palpatine? If he was cloning himself, well, it's true. It's true. You got to think about it. I mean, we don't know if he was cloning himself, but I'm just going based on the simple logic of he's back. Well, and in the EU, the original Legends books, that's what he oh, did. Yeah. He well, cloned the himself. Thing is like everybody wanted them to make the damn Timothy Zahn books. Mm-hmm. They want. I mean, they couldn't physically because the actors were aged out of the roles and stuff. There's only a couple things wrong with them books, <laughs> and like one of them is that. He just didn't care to develop Mara Jade as much as he could. Oh, yeah. He, he more focused on uh, um, Thrawn. Yeah. And, he was a great character. Yeah. Did he, is he the one that did the clone saga? The one where Luke's clone uh, fights him and Mara yes. Jade helps? He Luke. It's like L-U-U. It, with a dash in it and whatever. It's yeah. it, it's a dumb, dumb story if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Cyboth. I mean, like, Luke gives Cyboth way too much leniency. Like, he's obviously insane. And a dark <laughs> Jedi. But Luke's like, I can still learn from him. I can turn him. I was like, why would Luke care? It's not his father. That's Luke, why I don't like the the legend stuff because it's like too many people were given the the rights to even write for oh, the, yeah. for something. Yeah, they should have never been given no, rights to. There's some really George just stories. wanted to make a buck and in between movies and. He, well, he capitalized. Sold it. He sold it for what seven billion Disney or something like that, or four billion. And $4 that's billion. another thing. You know, he sells it to Disney for four billion dollars. In two movies, they have already made that back. Oh yeah, and and that's that's just main series movies. They did two other movies too. They did Rogue One, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. They did Solo, which was awesome, but didn't do well because of retards uh, doing their little boycott. Yeah, uh, because stupid. of Last Jedi, they were like, "Oh, we didn't like Last Jedi, so we're gonna boycott it." So now you got like probably thirty five, forty 
percent of the fan base that is just like, oh, it's going to be crap because last Jedi was crap, even though terrible opinion. But uh, oh, oh, totally. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but you know, in two movies, two episodes, seven and eight, they already made back that four billion. So then you got to think. There's people that are out there saying George should be consulted on the next movie on episode nine or George should be writing these movies or why isn't, you know, why are we letting these dumb directors do all the work on these movies and ruining our childhood? Well, maybe for a couple of reasons, maybe because when the prequels came out, you guys absolutely shit on George. It made him feel like a piece of shit, you know, like episode one comes out and a lot of people that were looking for new hope empire and return of the Jedi star Wars Got something totally opposite. A kid's Star Wars 20 years later when all these people are grown adults and no one was really expecting that. And, you know, they they kind of shit on, on George. And then Attack of the Clones comes out and they shit on him even more. Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith comes out. They shit on him, but they don't. They don't go overboard like they did with one and two. So you got a full trilogy of people shitting on George Lucas. And then, what, 10 years later? Not even. It was like five, maybe six years later. He sells the rights to to Disney. You know, now people are like, we want George back. George doesn't want you back. You, yeah. you motherfuckers crucified him. Like, and that's the thing. He was like, well, screw you guys. I'll just take my money and go. You know? And it's like, if he, and that's another thing. If he has opinions on what the current shit is, I say fuck his opinions. Because it's like, dude, if you if you really cared that much. You could have signed a deal with Disney and been like, hey, let me stay a part of Star Wars. I'll take less of a cut uh, from you guys. I won't take $4 billion. I'll take $2 billion and then 25% of each of these movies. Yeah, yeah. You know? If he really cared about the creative direction of all these movies, that's what he would have did. But he didn't. He wanted the full buyout because he didn't want a part of it anymore. So and, so now it's like well I don't, and I don't blame him because it was just like you know he's he's trying to tell a story and if you don't like it fine you don't like it but these guys were shitting on him brutal about and there and now there's people saying Last Jedi is worse than the entire prequel trilogy you can fuck right off oh yeah yeah I hate that fuck shit. right off Last Jedi for as different as it is from Force Awakens for as different as it is from the originals and the prequels. It still follows a lot of the original trilogy's tropes. The the whole Snoke's throne room scene is almost like shot for shot placement. The Return of the Jedi, Palpatine and Vader, yep. Luke scene. Mm-hmm. The the speeches, the way they go about their their movements, the elevator up to the room. Oh yeah, Ray is trying to convert uh, Kyle, literally right out of Return of the Jedi. The whole crate scene reminds you of. Um, Hoth, the the snow planet versus now we got a salt planet. And, <laughs> salt planet, yeah. You yeah. know, just was, there's so much to it that's like original trilogy DNA. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Which is what people were asking for. And their their big problem is Luke wouldn't have killed his or, or tried to kill his um his nephew. But honestly, <laughs> After 30 years of not having to deal with anything, you become paranoid that something's going to happen. And then you you see your nephew's dreams and you see he's going to be a murderer and you see what he's going to do. Eh, knowing your bloodline, 
yeah, it's right. probably going to come true because yeah. that literally is what happened to your father. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When he was young, when <laughs> like that's how it happens. These kids have dreams. They want to make it true. They make it true, and the world gets fucked. Mm-hmm. So Luke tried to prevent it, and then was like, "Oh wait, maybe I shouldn't." Bro. Oh no, <laughs> it was too late. <laughs> he looks down. He's like, "He's not me." He didn't see ah, anything. You didn't see You see. <laughs> he puts the pillow over his head. You saw nothing. Force jokes him. Like, ah, ah, sh- sh- sh. Oh my god! Mind so tricks funny. him. Oh yeah. You will go back to you sleep. Go back to sleep. <laughs> what? <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, but at that point, then Snoke was already fucking with Ben at that point too, wasn't he? Well, and from this new footage, they're saying it like it wasn't Snoke; it was Palpatine the whole time. That's so funny. Which I think is really cool because it's like I, I thought they were going to reveal Snoke to be Plagueis uh, because Palpatine was like, you know, he had a he had an apprentice and his apprentice learned everything from him and then killed him. But his power was to cheat death. How do you kill somebody that can cheat death? Well, exactly. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, his whole goal. So, I mean, for all we know, it's Plagueis. Uh, it could be like reanimated Plagueis. Uh-huh. Like he like, you know, maybe he maybe he cloned himself, you know. But I'm interested to see. I like this this the the symbol of them fighting. Like like they fought that statue of Darth Vader. They smashed it. It's, it's, I think it's in their minds. Yeah, <clears throat> you know which I which, cause I, all, I can see that because everything's very clean. You know what I mean? Like, I think that could be on Ben's ship though. The same one that Ray kind of like jumps off to the Falcon. Mm. I think that because she has the Sith dagger in her hands in that shot. It's true. And in another trailer, they showed her with that same Sith dagger looking at the Death Star ruins and using it as like almost like a compass. It looks really cool. But um, I don't know. It, to me, what it looks like is like a trophy room for Ben. Like kind of like a, these are my Sith artifacts. Check this shit out kind of room. Like. Yeah. What you would expect somebody to do, like if they're trying so hard to be cool, yeah, you know, it's like look what I got. Look I mean, because that's all he really has ever cared about is trying to be the next Darth Vader. Yep, to be to have that aura of dread about him. And to be honest, as crazy as it is to be able to say, he is the first Skywalker to ever actually have full control of the galaxy. That's true. That's that's very true. That's right crazy. Because yeah. after they destroyed, I mean, pretty much all of. The New Republic and almost all other military yeah. just got wiped out. And I, honestly, I don't know where this movie's going to start. I, I've been I trying know. to figure it out with all these trailers. I don't know where the fuck I think they'll start. I think they'll probably start with them arriving on a base and then freaking like all these other ships show up. I think, yeah. uh, I don't know. I got this idea that it's probably going to start with either Ben and his little side adventure um, for for more Sith knowledge or something. Or maybe it might start with Ray and her training because she definitely needed more training in between all these movies. Like Last Jedi was the first time she had ever, uh, like, willingly used the Force uh, for for anything other than immediate self uh, preservation. Like, and 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 Force Awakens, you know, she she does the whole mind trick thing as like a you know, let me escape kind of deal. Yeah. And then she, she like, she gives herself to the force to fight Ben. She was just like, whatever, like, take control of my body. I don't give a, sh- like, I don't give two shits. You're like a like, freshman college girl. And, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Some, give me all the beers. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, that's kind of how it went. B-Razzers. Yeah. <laughs> B-Razzers. <laughs> B-Razzers. B-Razzers. <laughs> 
<laughs> Terrible. She's like, she's like the taxi cab confession. Oh, oh no, fake taxi. <laughs> fake taxi in Star Wars. No. <laughs> she's like, Just do whatever you want. I don't care. I want to learn stuff. Do whatever you want. Oh, no. You don't want to sell me death sticks. That's, yeah, right. So <laughs> bad. Luke, oh, like, interrupts her. She's like having a. She, he's all. We got bare chested. Oh no! He's like flexing his pecs, and she's just like, "No, I'm looking at you, but put some clothes on." Oh my god! But but don't put clothes on. She's all into it, and then like you know, and then like Luke's like, "What are you two doing? Ew, gross!" Oh my ah, god! You know, it's horrifying. Well, now we got Mandalorian. That Mandalorian shit is just dope. so good. Did you watch the most recent episode? Okay, Shot this morning. Uh, this morning? Yeah. No, I don't watch it. It's a good one. We gotta watch. I'm married. Gotta watch it together. We watch it. I did. I, I do. I do have a one minor complaint, and that What's was that? that some of the auxiliary actors are kind of shit. Like the the girl fighter, that last one. Where the, the, oh, I love her. Gina Carano. I love her. She is gorgeous. You know what it reminded me of a bit, though? Do you remember Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat? Yes. How the actress was gorgeous. The role was cool. The costumes were cool. But her delivery was kind of off. Delivery yeah. was off. It was like you, you, she was scripted. Yeah. You were, she was I, I don't script. like her. Honestly, I don't like her. Uh, God, I liked her dialogue with with Mando. Like when it was just them two talking about the girl in the village. Um, I didn't like their ori- original conversation talking about like I was here first and you got to go. And it oh, was yeah. like, well, big ass planet. Like <laughs> yeah, I could just right. go to the other side. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, right, yeah. But. Uh, I loved her action sequences. I thought her and him fighting in the little village was cool. And uh, I didn't really care for the other fight scene, though, where she was fighting the little um, clan of Mongols and uh, in their little hut before the ATST showed up. That was, uh, I don't know, her action in that scene was kind of weird. Plus, Mando... I'm I'm glad they confirmed that he's not actually Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. he's just raised in that culture, and that's how he be, he he became Mandalorian. It, it looks like they do that a lot too. It's, though. it's like a religion. It's not a actual race or like because Mand- like in the original um, like like the legends yeah. side of Star Wars, it was like this. They look like Predator. They were like they had these the crazy dreads and they had like a crazy alien face. They all looked fucking awesome though. Uh, but since that canon is no longer canon, we don't know what a Mandalorian truly looks like according to George Lucas's standard, which is a a problem when you got to write things like the Mandalorian well, as a show. They were classified as humans though. So. Well, they yeah they were like subhuman, uh, kind of like how the Twi'lek are classified as some sort of human. It's true. Even though they're alien, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Mandalorians originally looked like predators. They were cool looking. Huh. Um, it says, because, I mean, it says, you know, I looked it up on the Wikipedia real quick because I can't mm-hmm. remember. It says Mandalorians were a distinct human clan-based people who originated on the planet Mandalore and Smooth Concordia. Oh, I'm, I know what I'm thinking of. Uh, they... The original Mandalorians were from Concordia, which was in Concord Dawn system, but they worshipped the people that were on Mandalore who had a different name. They weren't called Mandalorians. It was something with a T. It was uh oh, it was like the 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 Taths or the it was something crazy, but those were the original hunters and warriors yeah. that they modeled their whole 
idea off of. So the original Mandalorian humans weren't even Mandalorians. They came from another planet entirely. Interesting. And they just, the humans like were like, oh, my God. You they worshipped them, them aliens, which is awesome. I love that idea. Uh, kind of like imagine if the Aztecs were like, you know, we are the sun gods because we found the sun gods and they're really cool. <laughs> It's like their favorite sports team or something. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's so cool. They're so good. But, uh, yeah, and they confirm that he's not Mandalorian, which gives me a, a good reason to enjoy the fight scenes where he gets his ass handed to him. Because he, oh, yeah. it's like every other fight scene, he's getting whooped on. That pig rhinoceros thing just whooped his ass. Whooped on him. Like, uh, <laughs> Completely. I love him getting all that armor, though, the the best car. It looks it's, so cool. It's beautiful. Um, And in this most recent one, he does some badass shit. He's, oh, yeah. He's very badass in this most recent episode. He's He actually doesn't get his ass handed to him. He get oh. Uh, he, five seconds, he gets his ass handed yeah. to him. The rest of the episode, he's he's whooping ass. I thought it was interesting that they showed, uh, like, you know, like how are these things? How are these people tracking Yoda, the Baby Yoda thing? Is it genetics? The, they have a genetic code. I think there's a tracking chip somewhere in Baby Yoda. But you think he would have figured that out? The first thing he would have done is found it, taken it and, out. But I don't know if he would know that. And I, I don't know. It could be genetic code because remember when he first got that bounty. They said the only thing, the only part of his code that they're willing to give up is the last uh, two digits, which is the age of the creature. Hmm. And, and and that was in the first episode. And he was like, well, "All right, what is it?" And he was like, five zero. So this thing's fifty years old. Cool. Which is interesting because that puts the baby Yoda at Anakin's age. Oh yeah. Currently, yeah. like so, even though Anakin's dead at this point in the timeline, baby Yoda was born in the same year as Anakin. Crazy shit. But, uh, yeah, that's just funny to think about. That little thing that can barely even walk is Anakin's age. That's so funny to me. But uh, It's so funny. Yeah, I mean, Yoda was 700 years old. Nine. 900 years old. He was then. nine so, like, in episode one. So and they it, take so he long. dies at like 950. Yeah, they take, he takes, they take so long to uh, age. Yeah. And I always figured that was partially because he was a Jedi. You know, like he was able to. I thought that was a thing, like a power, but I think it's just that race is in tuned with the force, like a certain way. Like, like I don't know how old Yaddle was, her ugly ass, but (laughs) I'd imagine she was really old too. But she had a full head of hair. She had brown hair. It was disgusting. George, no. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Yoda doesn't need a girlfriend. George (laughs) could have had. uh, At least it didn't like show Chewie's family with his grandfather. Like <laughs> from the Christmas special, what was his name? Oh, his, son, his, son, oh, his son's no. name was Lumpy. His wife's name was like oh, something. And Grandpa, don't make me think about and then that, that. That merchant dude came up and gave Grandpa porn. <laughs> like, ah. like, he's like, oh, look at this, look at this. And Grandpa's like, oh, and like it's those girls dancing. Grandpa's like, ah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And like zooms in on Grandpa's face and says, like, a bead of sweat running down. Can the side we of his just head. erase that? part of history. <laughs> no, like, it's like you gave this man porn. He's in his it's it's, it's life days coming. It's life day. He's at home with his, his his daughter and his grandson and you're having this man this poor man look at porn. What's wrong oh with you? God. Horrible horrible movie. So bad. It's god awful. The, the music parts were just oh. 
<laughs> when anytime somebody looks into the camera and sings, I'm like, I just want to fucking shoot myself in the head. I Ugh. hate it so much. I hate it so much. I don't dislike musicals as a rule. I just don't want to watch them or hear them. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> just get it away. And then like, <laughs> uh, like, was it Glee? Was that show Glee that yeah. was out? It was yeah. just a musical as a show. Everybody loved that show. And I was like, <laughs> no, no thanks. Leah Michelle. I like the idea of being able to do that, but just don't do that. <laughs> yeah, please don't break out in a song in the middle of it. Like it's funny because the, the reactions, from what I recall, of the other kids around them when these kids are these these music kids would break out in song is pretty much the reactions of me and most of my friends to, to our friends that were in theater in high school because they'd always be like, any song that came on the radio, they start singing along to it. Well, they start like they break into roles. They do the British accent for three days. And you're like, shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> oh my god, Tim, Tim, stop doing that. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, what are you talking about, Governor? I'm going to stab you. <laughs> you, you three o'clock. You know, oh my god, like, <laughs> it was so bad. I we had a, I dated a girl for like a week um. <laughs> that was a theater major, and like it, the third time we went out. I had realized that every song I put on the radio, she would let, she would sing to. She she knew the lyrics, and I would change the radio station to a different song, and she would fucking know that one too. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, you don't mind that I sing, do you? I'm like, yeah. she was your little uh, uh, Mrs. Quill. Oh my god, Star Lord's mama. Oh my god, she knew every song on the radio. You're killing me right now. Oh. Then, then for her is when she puked inside my jeep, and she puked. She didn't roll the window. <laughs> oh, she didn't no. roll the window down. Oh, like she no. turned. She turned and went rah, on the inside of the Blasted window. Blasted the inside, uh, inside of the window. window. Oh, luckily, luckily no. I had no carpet in that. I, just, I pulled the carpeting uh, up and uh, <laughs> there were drains in the floor, but I'm like, yeah, we're done. We're done. Jesus we're done Christ. I think she had a Zima. <laughs> it, was like, it was too much for her. Oh, no. She had a Zima. Zima. I couldn't imagine having to clean that up either. Ugh. It was gross. Ugh. She ashamed of herself. If you're out there, you should still feel shame. You should still feel bad. It was, was a nice Jeep. I had that thing for 16 years. That's a good cheat. I had to get rid of that thing when I got married. Ruined. Yeah, I was right. I had, get, I had to get rid of it when we got married. My wife was like, you're not driving our kid around this rusted out shit box. I'm like, what? You can see the ground. You can see driving. the ground. It's, it's the best air conditioning. That's ever. so safe. I dropped, a, uh, I dropped my cell phones on I-94. <laughs> I think I was oh, going, no. It was like 75 miles an hour, and it fell between my feet, through the hole in the floor under the road. I didn't even stop. I'm like, that's dead. It's gone. It's just it's in pieces. I'm not going to bother. You know. Jesus. Tangents. Huge tangents. I don't even know where the hell we were. What were you talking about? Oh. Uh, you're talking about uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, that's right, Mandalorian. What a and, jump. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, right. You know, it's going to be interesting, though, if they show him without the helmet. I think, okay, well, they, voice they spend the some face. time in this most recent episode talking about the fact that he doesn't take it off. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, a dude that tries to test him, and uh, it doesn't work out too well. But Because uh, it's Prince Oberon from Game of Thrones, who has a thick Spanish accent. It is all like this sexy. I kill, I kill for fun. I'm good. I he know. actually has a really good voice for this Mandalorian he character. Does. He's very – he doesn't have to say much. He's very calm and collected. I, I just found out, though, that he's not always the body of the, the show. He's mostly the voice, kind of like how Vader was James Earl Jones and yeah. then the other guy was just walking around. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, David Prowse. Yeah, yeah that's kind of how um, Pedro's pulling this one most of the time. In some scenes, it is Pedro, but – most of the time, it's this other guy. Um, the 
You know the redhead lady from Jurassic World that's uh, Chris Pratt's, like, love interest, yes. kind of? Yes, her. She uh, she actually directed that it's episode. Her. Huh? It's her. It's her. <laughs> it's her. It's she. It's she, uh... <laughs> She she actually directed uh, that episode with the ATST and the Villagers. No way! And uh, she actually said she had never met Pedro in her life, and she still hasn't even after directing <laughs> that episode. People are like, "What the fuck?" I look how they showed it all like rusted out a little bit and kind of beat up. A it's got bit. like a tattoo on it too. It, the it, red light. It was a little too. The red lights was crazy. It was like they were trying to make it a living thing. It was kind of weird. I didn't like that part. Well, of it. like they did that on purpose too. They. Uh, that's why that episode feels like a. A Jurassic Park moment when yeah. that thing shows up, it, like you see the trees parting, and it, oh, it's yeah. like the T Rex coming through. I get it. Um, but the red eyes thing—they just wanted to make it look more terrifying, which it already kind of is. It's oh, yeah. a massive machine it, with ultra laser beams on it. Yeah, and right. shit. <laughs> I mean, it's an ATST. I mean, it's these things are no joke. You know? Unless you're an Ewok and you got poop bombs, apparently. <laughs> or you can throw a log under its foot, wham, and it falls and it just blows up. Like if, it, if you build shit, okay. Like if you're the Empire, you're building a device that people ride in. That's it's armored and shit, and if it just falls over, it explodes and kills everyone. You fucked up. You're failing on you a fail on a financial level on a. On a internal affairs level, like somebody's gonna come after you, like it's over. <laughs> I mean, the Atats themselves were babies. It was it was Veer's baby, General Veer's. It was his baby. Mm-hmm. So he pushed and pushed and pushed to use them because he wanted to get rid of the juggernauts. The wheels sucked. You right, having that a, a six or seven wheel, whatever it was, giant monstrosity. Yeah, you know, it didn't have good traction. Obviously, you know, and the juggernauts were so big, it had a, a command post on both ends of it because you couldn't turn them around. You just had to just go the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't go around corners and shit. So I, the ad ad made sense, and it was terrifying as shit. And it, and it still has a long turn radius, but nowhere near as long as the, oh. the juggernauts. And the ATSTs have been around for a long time. I and mean, the, the Clone Wars, they had the uh, ATPTs, which were single man you yep. know, versions and really squat, ugly things. Yeah, like, like eight feet tall. They weren't very big. But um, oops! But they freaking uh, you know to the ATSTs were just a really neat design. But I always I thought it was really weird how light. They were and how easily yeah. destroyed. They were. It's kind of a dumb. It's metal. It, it's exactly. not like it's. It's blaster proof. Right. <laughs> it's not blaster. like a helicopter. Like a, our helicopters are weak as shit oh, for yeah, the most part. Like honestly, <laughs> like dude, even our planes. Like my dad works the airports. He's seen the damage done by freaking pigeons. Like <laughs> pigeons, dude, destroy our planes. But like. This thing that can survive laser bullets is like, you know, impervious to any kind of weaponry. Well, but but you, right know, that you know, get an Ewok in a hang glider and it's over. Like <laughs> what? Rocks on top of it. They're throwing bolos and shit. Like <laughs> it's like what the hell, man? <laughs> that thing hit me with bird shit. Oh no! I'd be filing some complaints. Like Palpatine, get on your job. You have full control of the Senate. Oh my god! And the so courts. You're too dangerous to be left alive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if they just had Palpatine? He's just senile. He's just like, I knew your father. You did your... Are you my grandson? <laughs> no. Oh. Hello there. How did I get here? <laughs> are you my grandson? I just told you no. Like, God did damn you? it. Alzheimer's. Does anybody have any blue milk? 
<laughs> How about that green milk? Oh, man. Mm. Some dude, I read a post on Twitter. This guy was like, I hope this next Star Wars Star Wars movie is a little bit better than the last one because uh, I was pretty much done with that when, when Luke was sucking green milk out of that thing's titty. I'm like, oh. Oh, that's a horrible image. I forgot about that image. I'd watch, Luke's, I'd, I'd watch Luke suck the breast milk out of that thing's titty <laughs> a million times before watching that uncomfortable scene where Jar Jar is fixing up the pod racer, turns around, and that beast, like, blasts ass and then looks back at him like, you like that shit? You like that? You yeah. like that? <laughs> God damn it. Asshole just puckers. It's so disgusting, like, oh. dude. I hate that. I'd watch Luke drink milk from a beast a million times before I watched that nasty ass scene again. You don't like the, the ass pucker? No. You know, the ass pucker, you don't like that? No. The way it looks back at him is the is the weird part. He's looking right at it like, oh, look at that ass. And that thing looks back like, you like that shit? It's so horrifying. It's like, yeah, I know. Nasty. Freaking. You know, I was, Fucking I was, I was George. That. I was reading these people just bitching about these movies, bitching about them. And it's like, you know... I would I'd watch any one of the Star Wars movies before I'd watch any of the Fast and Furious bullshit. Like you know Fast what's and funny? Furious twenty nine or whatever they are. On you know what's funny is like the first two Fast and Furious movies are great for what they are. I think two is the better of the of the two of the first movies, but you know that's my opinion. <laughs> the third one I can't fucking stand. I hate Tokyo Drift. Um, then the fourth one is where. It, went down pretty quick but then five was the rock coming in yeah and everybody loved the rock well Dwayne can do anything because he's he's know. so entertaining oh he's fucking hilarious and then um the big goofball but then it was like six seven and eight is just toddlers in the schoolyard six seven and eight <laughs> are all over the top action movies yeah. not street racing movies one through four at least mostly cover street racing of some sort. Um, five was like the first one that touched on the action side, but it all required cars and it made sense that it required cars. Six, seven, and eight is like we're going to just mobilize a bunch of Dodge Chargers and fucking, you know, parachute them or fucking, you know, jump over mountains with them and do all this dumb shit. And it's like. Dude, just fucking street race. Like, if you're going to do <laughs> Fast and Furious, it doesn't need to be Bond. I've never seen a single one of those films. None of them? I had no idea. If you're going to watch any of them, watch the second one, just I, for the ejecto cedo cuz. <laughs> That's the best scene. It was like, I don't know, I sat down to watch one of them once, I'm like, I don't really think I want to, I don't really think I give a shit. I think, that, uh, honestly, the first one, I just, I, I find a lot of it to be just kind of lame weren't and they, corny. Were they video games first? Uh, that's a good question. I want to say maybe. Or am I thinking of uh, not Need for Speed? Is it Need, for, Need Speed? for Speed was a game, and then they made a movie with uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad. Which is the one your dad did the music for? That's Need for Speed. Is it Need for Speed? That's I, the one. I, I found that in my basement. <laughs> I like uh, I like the movie. I, I didn't think it was terrible for it's what it was. It's the only way I remember that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, I hushed it then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how I remember shit. And they're still making games, and I don't even see any commercials for them or anything. They don't, I don't see game commercials at all anymore, really. Except, I, well, then I don't watch a whole lot Well, I just seen Xbox just announced their new console that's coming out 2020 fall, and uh, it looks like one of the Twin Towers before it went down. Xbox syphilis, you will get Xbox it. You gonorrhea. will get it and share with everyone. And then, <laughs> oh, then you go crazy and die. Uh, 
They could just call them Napoleon. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they freaking like I don't know. These the, speaking of that, have you played any? Did they release any Star Wars games for the new movies? Like they used like they used to do. Like if a movie came out, there's a fucking game for no, it. They no, no. There are no new games for the new characters at all, and I'm kind of glad there isn't because. Yeah. Track record on that kind of game is not too good. Back in the 80s and 90s, man, fucking Total Recall, game. Conan the Barbarian, game. And then they were all Dude, bad. the Die Hard game? Oh, my God, they're so bad. Ridiculous. Dick, Dick Tracy is notorious for being the one of the hardest and dumbest Nintendo games ever. <laughs> the old NES games, for all you youngsters that are used to having more than two buttons, um, you had a cross pad and you had the A button and a B button mm-hmm. and start and select. That was it. So, like, you know, these games, these are not very complicated games, but they were hard as shit. Because <laughs> you, know, you got five buttons to work with. Yep. And, and uh, like, four of them are directions. Yep, exactly, <laughs> right? You know, and some of the games, like, to shoot, you'd have to press up and the button to shoot at the same time. That's And if you ridiculous. didn't do it just right, you would just jump straight up in the air. So, like, you, a lot of times you go to shoot, you just jump, and then you jump again, you jump again, and then you get killed. You're like, shoot, damn you're it. Just shoot, <laughs> you know, it's, so, like, you know, the Star Wars games, when they first came out, were novel. Mm-hmm. But they were pretty shitty. You know, like, they made no sense. Like, the the, the Star Wars, was it Super Star Wars for Super Nintendo? Where you're going through, and, no, it was, it was a regular one. Um where you go, you go through the Jawa Sandcrawler as Luke, and you get to the end, and there's this creature. It looks like it's Darth Vader, and you, uh-huh. you fight him, and it, it morphs into this giant frog creature. What and you kill the it. fuck? And it's like, what is going on? That might be an Easter egg for this new game. <laughs> because there's this big fucking frog creature you got to fight in this new game, and it's it's a bitch, dude. It's really cool, though. This new game, you... You get, like, all these force abilities as time goes on in the game. Um, it's standard. You get the yeah. basic, like, you know, first you can force push, then you can force pull, then you can do this and that. Um, but one of the really cool things is, like, the as your powers progress, you learn what you can do to enemies that you couldn't do before. And, for example, like, I'm one of them dudes that, like, if I find a boss in the game that's really early that I'm not supposed to have been able to see yet, yeah. I still want to beat him at my early level oh, just yeah. to assert dominance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to be that guy. So yeah, Piss on your grave. Oh, my God. So it's a game. when I do it, I feel really accomplished. And I'm like, that's why I game. That's right. But um, I found out way later in the game, once you unlock the force pull, if you were to go back at that point and fight that same frog... Uh, or toad, whatever the fuck that thing is, it's massive. It's like triple the size of you. Um, he has this attack that, like, he sends out his tongue, and if he grabs you, he does this grab move where he bites you and does all this crazy shit. A lot of damage. Fucks you up. Just like those Taiwanese girls, baby. D- just like them. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have the force pull power, you can yank its tongue out. Oh. And then slice it with your lightsaber, and it cuts it off. It'll never do that attack again, which is fucking awesome game design i've like i'm so glad we're at that point where like games can evolve with different things that you yeah like as you progress through the game the game will change it actually changes it's really cool cool. um shit even when you beat the game uh you go back to previous areas and you find like areas that you had already progressed through you fought all the enemies now there's bounty hunters that know you're there from your actions earlier in the game, and they're waiting to ambush you if you come back through. That's cool as shit. It's really cool. I like that. Um, yeah, no, games are just at a great point in, in progression. 
Um, but you can't have those without the old ones where Vader turns into a frog. So, for, <laughs> it was so forever weird. grateful. It's so weird. <laughs> forever Some of those grateful. Those games are just—they're so, so strange. They make no sense. But the Star Wars games—I mean, I was—I wasn't sure if they had made games for the new movies. I'm kind of glad because it's like a lot of times they'd release. Well, like they do with the toys. They release a toy before the movie comes out and yeah. ruin the movie. Like, yeah. like you know, they call like what movie it was. They released a. Toy. Well, the pop figures are big spoilers. Yeah, they, they released like an assortment, and one of them is called like the enemy. So you know what the enemy is? Oh, well, it's freaking like obviously it's Thanos, you know, or it's this guy. I remember uh, Captain Marvel. They revealed the name of Jude Law's character was going to be Yon Rog. Yeah, everybody that knows Yon Rog from the comics knows he's a fucking villain. And they were like, well, that spoils the whole movie because yep. by the end of it, you're going to realize the Kree are the assholes. And well, we're the Kree, not assholes. Right. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, we know the scrolls can be assholes, but, like, the Kree, it's undeniable at all times. <laughs> yeah. They're they assholes. They're like space Nazis. They're, right. <laughs> they're just like, they're my like, planet. Yeah, you're okay. You give to me. Yeah. yeah, you want some strudel? It's good. Oh, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, by the way, we kill Jews. Excuse me? What? What did you just say? Did those even exist there? That's horrifying. The space Jews. We kill them. Like, oh, my. The space you Jews. Guys suck. <laughs> oh, no. You were freaking horrible. <laughs> I hope you die. <laughs> and this is what we do. Oh my god! Screw you, Nazis! Screw you! <laughs> Wait, like one one person German listening to this, like we're not so bad. We we're just not don't so like bad. Oh my god! Yes, you are. <laughs> go we, back to your dungeon. <clears throat> oh no! Don't go back to your dungeon. yeah, right. <laughs> Babashara. <laughs> oh no, Babashara did. Yeah, we haven't recorded in so long. I have been getting. Uh, I get. I get a couple emails from well tweets. From people that were like, "Are you guys still doing shit?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're here. Busy. We're here. We've been busy. Just busy." Steve man. started a new job, and Mike's trying to grow his beard out. It's like it's it's like that's like a full time job itself. That shit is so long. What did my wife call you, Jacket Jedaziah? Something like that, man. She looked like your name should be Jedaziah. Like you should be like you had like ten wives. She, and, she thought I was gonna put on a yarmulke and show up. <laughs> so funny. <It's> so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Or like go full Amish. <laughs> I don't do the beard anymore. It doesn't happen. It's all doesn't gray. Happen. It's all gray. It's white. Almost completely oh, white and gray. Yeah. That's demoralizing. It's horrifying. It's so bad. I'm 42. I'm not that. Well, I got ugly hair color. so It's blonde. It's blonde and brown. So it's like, it's just the grossest kind of dirty blonde you could ever imagine. You white and black. You look like a skunk boy. Yeah. Some people do that on purpose. That's how a dude. There was a dude. When I worked at Starbucks, there was a dude who used to come in and he used mascara to outline his, his beard. And his beard just kept getting fainter and fainter to the what? point where it was just pretty much all mascara. What? Yeah, he sucked. And he, he would tell people, like, you like, this, I cut my beard, it's a little mascara. It's a little trick that I picked up. It's like, you, you're stupid. You look like an idiot. Wow. You know, it was really bad. It looked, it, I was obvious, it was obvious the dude was painting his shit on. That's um, disgusting. But, so what do you think? Do you think we're going to see... Hayden Christensen's Force Ghost in this movie? No, but from what I've heard, I've heard some shit. Uh, Don't know how true or false this might be, but I heard there's going to come a point in the movie where we are going to hear like 10 Force Ghosts all speaking at once to Rey. And it's not necessarily saying that they're going to show up to her, like in the physical, like ghost form that we've seen, but just her hearing them, like, telepathically. Yeah. And I heard among them voices were Anakin, Hayden Christensen, Obi-Wan, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Um, 
I heard Yoda's going to say something to her. Cool. I heard Luke's going to say something to her. Well, you would hope so. I heard uh, <laughs> there's even a chance that Han is going to say something to her, and they're going to confirm that, like, because Han kind of gave himself to the Force eventually at some point in life, he was capable of being taught that after death. Um Kind of like how Qui-Gon learned it after death. It, it's weird, like but how the Force it, works. But he learned it before death, I thought. No, no. In Rebels, and, right? In Clone Wars, Clone Wars, he shows up on the the Force planet. Yeah, those weird uh, creatures and, are. And he tells, uh, he tells Anakin and Obi-Wan, like, yeah, you guys are doing your thing. That's cool and whatever. And I see Anakin's grown up. And they think it's bullshit. Then they tell Yoda, and then Yoda shows up to Dagobah for the first time. And Qui-Gon shows up to him. He's like, you're not a ghost, like, in the traditional sense. You're here talking to me. I see you. Yeah, you're in yeah, front of me. Yeah. Like, you're not a phantom or anything. Like, you're actually here. And uh, he was like, yeah, I learned this trick after, you know, I, I died. And he's he's confirmed canon, the only Jedi that had ever learned it up until that point. That's cool. And he learned it after death. So he's, he's just energy floating around the universe. Hmm. And he's just like... Hmm, what if I try flipping this switch? Oh, oh what's up? <laughs> but um, it's weird. Yeah, I always thought, I thought Yoda had gone to the Night Sisters planet or whatever, and they that they talked. That's when he on. talked to uh, when he went to that planet. Uh, or no, he didn't go to the Night Sisters planet. It's a different planet that's very similar. Yeah. Um, but he talked to Bane, talked oh, to Darth, Darth Bane. Darth Bane. Who's who was more like a? He was more like the what you think of as a ghost. Um, like he showed up with like this big haunting, like, uh, it looked like a nightmare <laughs> of like a, a samurai. <laughs> like it was fucking crazy looking. Um, he also seen on Dagobah, like a evil version of himself. That was really cool. Um, he, I think he went through the tree and saw the evil version of himself. Like that was his Yoda biggest did? fear. Oh. Yeah. Like he, he, like that was his biggest fear is like, what if I go bad as strong as I am? What happens when I go evil? And, um, yeah, so they kind of touched on that. I heard they're also bringing in the voices of Ahsoka to talk to Rey, which is really interesting because that implies she's either dead or using her Force powers to just commune with. Well, she was never in the movies except for that one scene they cut out, right? Yeah. They, they, well, no, that wasn't even a well, no, they didn't. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was a different person. That was Luminara's yeah. uh, apprentice That's they right. cut out. Um, and she's like, I'm sorry. And Shock T had her, impre- her her apprentice, and got that got cut out too. Um, yeah. and she was like, I'm, I'm so sorry, you know, because she she was sorry she got caught, and then she got executed with a what did she get executed with a lightsaber? I think so. Yeah, I want to say that's what happened. I don't remember. She, I think Grievous killed. He did. He did. I think. <clears throat> or was, was that that might have been just Shock T? Shock T, yeah, Shock T got murdered by Grievous. That was supposed to be the scene where they got caught in the ray shields. They were going to bring out Shakti and kill her right in front of Anakin and Obi Wan as like a show of force. Like, you know, you guys brought that shit on, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Should you get for kidnapping kids? But <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Oh man. Well, they did. They were like, he needs to come with us. He's part of the living force. Excuse me. You, you, you're a man. <laughs> you're a man. You're All a right. Man. Calm down. And you want to take my young boy? To your <laughs> you're a weirdo. <laughs> you are a weirdo. Little couple. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Calm down, Palpatine, with your weird laughs. I know, right? 
That's so bad. <laughs> He's funny. Dude, calm down. Yeah. What are you laughing like that? I heard uh, Ezra's also going to have his voice in it, which is interesting because that would be his first movie appearance for anything. Yeah. And, and even though uh, we have, like, through Rogue One and um, a couple other things confirmed that their ship is in. Yeah, we saw that ghost. It, the ghost is yeah. in Rogue One, and the ghost is also in. The trailer for Rise of Skywalker. We see, we did see that, yeah. Which makes me wonder if, like, if it's them two, Ahsoka and Ezra, in the ghost, and then it gets blown up. They go force ghost and shit, and then, you know, you. I mean, Rebels kind of ends with this ambiguous, like, Ezra dies, but he doesn't die. Thrawn dies, but he is dead for sure, and... It's very ambiguous on what Ezra's true ending is, though, because he he kind of left this message to Sabine, like, just do the right thing. And she's like, what is he talking about? What the fuck is he? <laughs> and then she realizes, oh, shit. Well, like, Ezra at some point went into the world between worlds, used time travel to save Ahsoka from dying at That's the hands right. of Vader. That's right, he did. So what if Sabine, who helped Ezra get into that place in the first place to save Ahsoka, now helps Ahsoka get into that place to save Ezra? What if that's their their means? Can you hear me, by the way? I hear you. It sounds like your audio is not that high. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's weird. I don't hear myself. Well, you wouldn't. No. I, just, I thought last time we did this, I heard myself a little bit more. <laughs> Myself in the microphone. I don't know. It's really quiet. I don't hear Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, see, the, the mic's not moving when I'm talking. That's crazy. I hope to God my mic's not uh, this whole time. I would hope so, too. Huh? I would hope so, too, because it's like 11. I know. Holy shit. Hey, when you talk, it bounces. When I talk, it doesn't. It does. A little bit. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know. I guess I am hearing myself a little bit. But I don't through this mic. I hear you. I hear, myself, I hear myself through that mic. Maybe it's supposed to be that way. I don't know. We're Maybe. Coming. We're we'll coming. figure it out. Oh, well, I did this part out. Um, <laughs> I'm just really, uh, I'm really interested to, to see this movie. I really think they're going to cap it off in a very cool way. I hope they do. They leave it open for like more like fun appearances of people, but you know they don't have to kill everyone. No, they don't have to eliminate everyone well, just because they don't want to do any more movies. From like. what I heard, we're probably going to get a farewell scene for all of the old people, all of them. I heard C three PO is definitely going out, and that's why Anthony Daniels made sure that this is the one where C three PO gets a really important dialogue. And he, we've seen part of that dialogue in the trailer where he's like, you know, I'm just taking one last look, sir, at my friends. It's like, damn, you're a fucking droid that – you're a translator. Why are you so deep? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. what? But Maybe they um, restore all of his old memories or something like that. They that would be old, cool. Old data. They dumps. boot him up. Yeah. There is like a battle droid uh, <laughs> behind him when he's in that room with the thing hooked that. up. So if yeah. if they're doing that, that'd be really cool. Be um, something left over from the Clone Wars, like it was when they wiped his memory. They yeah, that, a dump of it. I think that would be awesome. Oh, um, sound came back. That's definitely the AC. Definitely. Um, 
Yeah, I, I honestly fully expect Lando to die because they already said Billy D is not that great for camera exposure because of how visibly aged he is. Yeah. They said it is not it's not Lando that you know. It's Lando as as you know now. He's like he's grown man, old as hell. He's not like it's not like he's going to be running around gunslinging. You know, those, <laughs> yeah, those yeah. days are over. Yeah, well, and Billy D can barely do that. He can barely walk at this yeah. point. He was on Dancing with the Stars, so, but that was a long time ago. I could see them getting rid of him. I don't know why they would do it, but I could see them ending Leia's story, too. Um, yeah, they could just leave her be. I hope they leave Chewie, but once again, I could see them dropping him off. Because if they, if they dropped off Han and Luke... And Obi Wan and Yoda and like if all the people that we know and love are dead except for these few that are like ninety, uh-huh. I can see all the ninety year olds going. And you know, I mean Chewie's a Wookiee, so their age is different anyway. Like years, plus, so like right? yeah, something like that. And he's probably like one thirty, one forty, in his life cycle. So he's not like the oldest Wookiee out there. Like there's many that are much older than him. He's actually pretty nimble and quick for his age. Um, Grandpa's looking at porn. Yeah, for for <laughs> real. <laughs> um, but I could honestly, I could see every single person that survived the original trilogy going out in this movie, and it being, I, I'd want it to be a sacrifice play. I'd want it to be they know that the young people can do it, and uh, they're gonna try their best as the old people to do something really good before they go out. And if they go out, so be it. And they're okay with it because they know they got them to this point in the story and I I mean it's the end of the saga if they're not continuing beyond here what's the purpose of Leia existing well I think, I don't know, I'd like to kind of see him not do that with everybody like maybe not R2-D2 and 3PO I would hope R2 survives I absolutely hope Just R2-D2 because, like, survives because if they start this movie off like so many, so many franchises do that shit they'll be like it's uh, for the new era. They introduced all these new characters. Like Transformers did that. Transformers did that right before the movie. And then at, at the movie itself, they killed off a ton of the old characters. A Jazz got fucking ruined. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about. The, oh, you're like, talking about the the cartoon, cartoon, the real movie, not that Dude, live action bullshit. Right out the wreck. gate oh, yeah. in the live uh, in, the, in the cartoon. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you know that guy, yeah. dead. You know that guy? Dead. Oh, you know Prime? Dead. Yep. And they show like that after the Battle of Autobot City, they're dragging wind charges, corpse, and wheel <laughs> It's so brutal, man. It's like, holy well, How is this for kids? Like, you know, they introduced all these new characters, and back then I was like, oh, they killed them all off. These guys are kind of neat. And then I hit adulthood, and I'm looking back, I'm like, you toy-making motherfuckers. <laughs> you just, greedy son of bitches. You know, and that's because they wanted to make more toys. Makes you sense, know. though. The bastards. They knew what they were going for. It's unnecessary roughness. <laughs> you know, the, uh, it's, I'd kind of like to see, talking about 80s shit for a second, um, Injustice. Yeah, Injustice. Uh, you've read the story. Have you read uh, Injustice versus He-Man? No. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it's really unnecessary. They finally, uh, they kill Superman, finally. He okay. Dies. Okay. Dies. Um, it, it's, drawn well. There's a decent amount of blood in it. That's um, cool. It's it's really weird because they start off with Superman having beaten everybody 
and fucking like taking over. He took over the earth with apocalypse tech or something. Where like he's controlling all of the um, uh, supervillains and, and superheroes that are with him by using this armor that when they put it on, their mind gets controlled immediately. Uh huh. So that's part of the Kryptonian tech or crypto tech or whatever they call it. So basically, he's got these villains like Bane and stuff under his power, and they obey him. And the person who controls all of them is a modified Bruce Wayne who's strapped to a chair. He's like what the world's the greatest hell? detective. And there's these things called thought crimes. So he's, because of, because of that tech, they're able to, and the, some of the superpowered villains, superheroes they've captured, they can read minds. So they can see people's thoughts. So if you think about spray painting a wall, they'll come and kick your ass. So, That's like exactly what the comic Civil War Two was. It was just Captain <laughs> Marvel found a mutant that could tell what people were gonna do, and it was like, well, they're not gonna do that because you don't know what the future is. Yeah. Like you might see a possible future, but that's not how the future works. Anything can change that. And they were like, no, they're gonna fucking blow up a school. You have no idea, yeah, right? <laughs> and then they fucking arrest the uh, hero, and it's like, Captain Marvel, what are you doing? Carol. Yeah, we're so dumb. And it's like, who's letting this mutant and Captain Marvel just run the universe right now? Like, this is so stupid. Well, the He Man one, like, the He Man kicked Skeletor's ass, ran him out of town. But then, like, for three years, he got trapped in this swamp of forgetfulness or some bullshit. Oh, Faker He Man took over, and the Faker He Man, like, instituted, like, Prima Nocta and all this shit. He was he exposed that he was Prince Adam and He-Man at the same time. And he had uh, the King and Queen thrown in jail. He's about to execute him and all that shit. So then He-Man finds his way out and beats him. And the, and the people are like, no, we, we don't want you back. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Not only do we have more rights and shit, but he actually went and killed the people that were trying to kill us all these years. You would fight these guys and let them go. He, Faker He-Man, actually went and built a fucking force field around this this swamp of evil death folks that used to come and raid us all the time. He killed a shitload of people that was oh, they were always like looting and pillaging. So no, screw you and your ways. We like him. It was a really weird storyline, but like, because you know, He-Man's mother, <clears throat> He-Man's mother was originally an astronaut from Earth who fell through a dimensional warp, wound up in Eternia, and King Randor fell in love with her. So Prince Adam is part human or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's it's not a terrible comic, but it's not a good one. <laughs> and uh, and I, was thinking, I was thinking, like, they keep doing this injustice shit. Like, they've really milked that game yep. for all its worth. Yep, absolutely. And I'm waiting for them to do an injustice Star Wars. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to happen because they've done just about everything else at this point. They got a Joker's about to come into Mortal Kombat 11, and I'm curious to see what his fatalities are going to be. Well, Jeff Barry, flower spraying in the face, melting your face down. Uh, probably a gun, giant, the giant gun from the Tim Burton Batman movie, and pulling it out of his pants and blowing you up. Shit. I think it would be really funny. Uh, they've done this in the past with Joker and Mortal Kombat games, um, or like uh, other games of that like, where he pulls out the bang flag gun. Yeah, and uh, I think I, sh- I saw that. And then he swaps to like the real gun and blows their head off or whatever. Um, I think it would be even funnier if like. He used the bang flag gun to just pierce the flag through their head. <laughs> and then it still, like, drops down and, like, st- still <laughs> bang, says bang. bang. As if yeah. it was a joke, but he still kills them. It's like... the uh, I said, last time I said, read anything about Joker, I was catching up on the uh, 
uh, Rebirth Watchmen storyline. Oh, Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. I read episode 11. I'm waiting for the last one. Speaking of fucking Watchmen, dude, this show is the shit. Is it dope? It looks amazing. It's kind of fucked up in parts. Like, um, it takes the movie and just builds on it. It's nice. so a lot. So I, it's I seen movie, a, right? I, yes. It's like uh, 30 years after the movie. Maybe 40 years after the movie. Um, it's in present day. So if the movie was in like early 80s, late 70s, it's a 40-year gap. So, oh, wow. so it actually takes place in modern day. And everybody from modern day knows about Manhattan. They know about what they did in Vietnam. Vietnam is a state of the U.S. because of Manhattan. And uh, Nixon stayed in office so much longer than he should have. And uh, because of that, the next, like, three presidents is all that was required to get through the next 30 years of America's history. Yeah, it's they, so cool. They, they just don't give up their power. And, uh, yeah, they, they can stay. As long as they're getting reelected, they can stay as long as yep. they want. Yeah. It's like the 22nd Amendment never yeah, happened. Yeah, they and, wiped it out. Um, it's really funny because Robert Redford's the current president in his timeline uh, and Watchmen. Um, but, like... The most recent episode, they just revealed Manhattan, and it is so fucking cool how they did it. And I called it, too. I was watching the episode, and I'm like, oh, Manhattan's going to be there. <laughs> and then my dad was like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, watch. Five minutes later, Manhattan shows up. I fucking knew it. Your dad's like, right He's now. like, ah, <laughs> how'd you know? Kelly Kelly won't watch, uh, she won't watch freaking murder mysteries or anything involving a thing where like somebody like may have done it, like a whodunit thing. Yeah. Because I'm within five seconds, I'm like, I want to see uh, that guy. She's like, God damn. I want to see Knives Out. Um, that does look pretty cool. Because it, I mean, it's a modern whodunit with a great cast by Ryan Johnson. And I just, I don't know, just watching the trailers. I don't know if I'd have any idea who actually did it because they're all convincing actors. <laughs> like, they're all really good. Chris Evans, fucking Daniel Craig. Uh, God, I forget the guy's name, but he's always like a – he was Zod in uh, oh, that dude? Man of Steel. He's in it. Um, weird haircut. There's a lot of people Look like some movie. Czechoslovakian 20-year-old who's drinking all the time. That dude. <laughs> he's, a, like, uh, he's a crazy dude. He's, he's pretty cool, though, as an actor. Um, I don't like him. He's got a bad haircut. He's dead to me. <laughs> I don't care if it's a role. <laughs> bad haircut, dead to me. Bad haircut, dead to me. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. Go to a salon. You go to a salon. Get your haircut proper. You go to circus haircuts. I will find him. <laughs> I will find him. Son of jor <laughs> I like the side from the old Superman movie. <laughs> They just took Washington, D.C. right for the president. It was like, is no one else in the world seeing this? Like, He just showed up to the White House and was like, mine. How would you know that this is the command center? He's like, big mew and talks like beaker. He's like this giant dude. Oh, good. So, yeah, so the Star Wars shit. I don't know. I love. I like the everything that came before this was pretty damn good. It was, even as people shit on this, the last movie, you know, the Last Jedi, but you know, it had a lot of good plot points. I think a lot of people shit on it just because they killed off Luke Skywalker. And they, I think so too. Even if they don't mentally realize it, 
you know, realize that that's why they don't like it. They 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 keep thinking other reasons. Oh, I don't like because this is it's because they killed off your hero. I, I mean, think, I get that, but it had to happen. I think my least favorite thing in the whole movie is something that just it seems like a nitpicky thing, or at least to me it does. But my least favorite thing is probably the fact that they're going through space, escaping and whatever, and the chick sends off everybody on the transport ship ships to uh, to go to crate the the sand uh, salt planet and uh, she's sitting there in the radish just like eating up these shots on our shield or whatever and then they're like well fuck hitting her we're just gonna hit the transport ships they hit the transport ships and she watches like five of them go out yeah I saw before that. she yeah. turns around yep. and hyperspaces she could have did that the second they all got off their sh- off the ship oh yeah she could have said to Leia like may the force be with you always and then Leia gets off jumps on the transport ship takes off and then she's like all right time to yeah. Oh, yeah. and it's like galaxy saved we're good you know we don't even have to go through a lot of the struggle that we're about to go through because you guys have time to get ready to get out of here to do all this other stuff Ray would have been able to just show up to the planet and then pick everybody up and take off. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like the uh, the whole casinos planet. That ship. that was a lull. It, it was a waste. It, it, it was a waste of, I, of good story. I think the time. I think the best part about it though, um, ultimately, is Finn. Finn. He gets a lot of character development out of that movie because of that scene. Because. As bad of a character as Rose is in that movie. Hold on one second. Yeah. Do a little bit more here. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Well, I'm gonna have to cut all that out. It was like good ten minutes of chat, but dude, it might have been like twenty minutes. Was it really? Yeah, it was a long time. Well, it's already midnight, almost. It's eleven thirty. Yeah, we're <laughs> pushing. I know. I know. I'm truck, like, truck, truck. Oh God. So what were what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Oh my god! I think we were talking about uh, Rose and Finn. Rose we were talking about their Canto bite shitty side story. Yeah. I think ultimately what it was meant for was building uh, Finn's character because he starts that movie as a deserter. He really is like, dude, the First Order is still chasing you fucking guys. I passed out and woke up to you guys still being attacked by them. There's no fucking beating them guys. There's no way. <laughs> so he wants to leave. Yeah. And Rose is the one that's like, fuck you. You yeah, don't get to just shocked. leave. He's like, wait, you don't understand. You don't get to leave. What are you doing? The way she explains it was cool. She's like, you know, I've got so many people that just turn their backs and just yeah. cowards and leaving, you know. And then she realizes you're one of them cowards. Yeah. It's like such an interesting like dynamic of like noticing that your hero is a fucking fraud. But because uh, she knows him as the Finn, it's yep. so funny. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "I'm the Finn." Whoa, that's cool. <laughs> but like, in in Force Awakens, it's all like he's trying to preserve himself. It's all self preservation. It's like you know, 
the first order's fucked up. I'm going to get the fuck out of here, save myself. He does because he watched his friend die right in front of him in oh, the yeah. beginning of that movie. Like yeah, he, he wipes the blood on him yeah, and shit. Yeah. That was his buddy apparently from the the way they wrote the story, yeah, uh, like the actual it. novel of it. Yeah. Um. But he watched his friend die, and then his first instinct is, "I'm going to take this rebel, and he's going to get me the fuck out of here." Yeah. Does that. And then they're like, we got to do this whole this whole battle together or whatever. And we got to do this thing. And he's like, fuck no, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> so then he takes up Maz Kanata's offer and they're like, you got to go. And then Ray gets taken. That's the only reason he comes back is he, yep. he knows Ray is being Absolutely. taken. Yeah. And uh, – he just has this back and forth that whole movie of like I want to be a good guy, but I don't want to. I don't want to be in this war. Like fuck that. I'm a good guy, but I don't fuck this war. This has nothing to do with me. This is big bigger powers here. <laughs> and like I'm just a fucking janitor. Like yeah, right. And then you end up in because uh, he doesn't do much at all in the in the final act up until he fights Kylo Ren with the lightsaber. He does. He's just kind of there while Ray and Han and Chewie do all the work. He's just there behind them. That was pretty sweet. He's like, he ignites, and I'm like, oh. I love that. Then he gets his butt kicked, you're like, oh. And the only reason he lasts (laughs) as long as he does is because Ben's fucking side is falling out. Like, his intestines are falling (laughs) out as he's He's fighting. Like, Like, he just got hit with Chewie's bolt caster. The damage it does to a regular stormtrooper is one thing. You just hit direct, like, right through a fucking, a shitty little sweater. (laughs) Like, you just hit him in the hip through a sweater. My grandma gave me this one. It's no wonder he can't fight to full ability. But (laughs) um, Last Jedi, he's right back to it, like, to start the movie. He's right back to the, I want to be a a good guy, but not necessarily the hero that people are painting me me to be. Like, I just want to live my life. That's it. I don't need this war shit. But by the end of the movie, you know, they rip through the the Snoke ship, um, the Supremacy. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, they rip through it, and then he fights Phasma. And this is the first time he really, like, gets into it and, like, shows what he's, like. What he can do. What he's about yeah. and what his, like, he. This is the first time he showed his real identity. It was like, you know, this whole time I didn't know who I wanted to be. I thought I wanted to be just a regular guy in the galaxy. But now I see the rebels are the right way, and fuck you, Phasma, for even thinking the other way. <laughs> fuck you, Phasma. So then he he blasts her in the fucking face with his uh, lightning staff, whatever the fuck it's called, and then she falls to her death, and he's, like, so proud of himself. Like, now he's a hero and shit for real. Like, he, he owns it. Yeah. And then he goes back to the, the planet with them, and he gives this awesome-ass speech to everybody, and they're like, damn, dude. He almost sacrifices himself. Dude, in Force Awakens, he never would have truly sacrificed himself for anything. Oh no, no. like he's a deserter completely. He was yeah. he was all for himself, but then he's like, oh well, they're gonna blast open the fucking doors and then they're gonna kill all the rebels. I can't stand for that. Almost fucking ends his life for the cause, and then Rose comes through and crashes and nearly kills both of them. That was kind of dumb, but I'm glad that he's still alive. Ultimately, out of that, it would have been shitty if they killed him off. I, I think it would have been shitty if they killed him off, but it would have been the perfect way to kill him off True. because he's he realizes his hero, his part of the hero journey is my death is okay because they are going to be okay. I love that part of the story when a hero is like, you know, I've done my part. I, I love that. So if they did it, I wouldn't have been too mad. Um, maybe I would have been mad that they built him up to act like he was going to be in the whole trilogy. 
But I'm, I wouldn't have been that mad because he actually got a proper ending. Um, but as we know, he survived. And then he goes right back to being, like, super cool. I'm a rebel. Like, yeah. there's no change in that now. I'm I'm a rebel. And I got to do what's right to help my rebellion. And we're going to do this. I'm going to see it through. And now we're going into Rise of Skywalker, and from all these trailers, it looks like he's a damn general, like, commanding <laughs> shit. Like, that's cool well, as fuck. To like, be honest, there's not that many people left. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Again, um, like, there's like eight people. Obviously, some time has passed, and if, yeah. if the comics that they've released are pointing to anything, it's that they have gone to several planets throughout the galaxy to recruit uh, from people that weren't too sure about it. Like, they went to Mon Cala, and they were like, you guys got to do something. They went to Akbar's fucking yep. nephew or some yeah, shit. They're like, like, y'all motherfuckers got to do something. He's like, I don't care. I man's trying to fuck me. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Like it, yeah. It, you know, I mean, the totality of the rebellion at that point. Or they, they resisted. At the end of last year, I the fucking Millennium Falcon. This got to be like that thing. 25 20, people tops. May, not even. I don't think they're tops. Like, yeah, me. And she's got the. I love because he threw the books in there. It's going to fuck I love that. Yeah, and Yoda's <laughs> sneaky ass. She's got everything she needs. Oh, yeah. Uh, Luke's like, but that's. No, <laughs> you know, that was kind of fun, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to the movie. I think it's going to be interesting to I'm see. I'm really excited. Movie. I've seen um, it next Saturday. Next no matter what, it's going to be great. Yeah, we're, I think we've got our tickets to see it, too. Um, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I'm really uh, excited. You know, we'll report back after the movie and let you know how much we hated it, because obviously... It's it. fucking trash. Oh, the whole saga, oh, dead. Everything. Never watching it again. <laughs> this is all Lucas's fault. <laughs> For even starting this 40 years ago, you fuck. Look at what you say. My wife's 30 years younger than me. I'm a billionaire. Have you seen my wife? She's gorgeous. How dare you insult me on Adult Swim? Yeah, right. Oh, my God. He got so pissed at them guys. <laughs> he was so mad. Like, take a joke. Dude, Seth Green was like, dude, don't say some dumb shit. The guy was like, I'm going to say some dumb shit. We're fucking Adult Swim. Who gives a fuck? Lucas is like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so, That's funny. so funny, man. Oh, God, I love that show. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to sign off. Next time, we're going to talk about some uh, Wonder Bloomin'. Bloomin', Wonder Bloomers, Wonder Bloomers, <laughs> some trailers, some Ghostbusters shit. I like it. It's fun mm-hmm. times. Cool things. All right, you guys, take care. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Oh, wait. Uh... <laughs> what did you forget? You can, uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at, at DFAMPodcast, and we're also on the Instagram at DFAMPodcastOfficial because some douchebag. Took D Camp Podcast. You know who the hell he is. How dare they? Um, whoop his ass. Um, after the fact. After we had <laughs> a podcast, by the way. Great. Yeah, that's good. But you can follow us on there. And we're technically on Facebook, but I don't go on Facebook. And if, you know, and if you're on uh, uh, looking for us on any other platform like YouTube and stuff, we're not doing the YouTube. Nobody really watches. We had plenty of downloads on SoundCloud. And iTunes and stuff like that. YouTube, not that many people watch it. You know, yeah. and like a bunch of the other uh, podcasts have done that too recently. They're just kind of like, eh. 
you know. Yeah, YouTube's not usually the best platform for that stuff anyway, unless exactly. you do live feed type stuff. Because you got to pay for it if you want to turn your screen off and listen. So people are like, I ain't paying for shit. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. I live in East Side Detroit. I'll hit skip trial until <laughs> the day I die. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace. Peace.
So we're gonna record another episode. <laughs> we're gonna do it. Are you tired? Fuck yeah.